Are you feeling stuck in life or in business? Maybe you're not making the money that you know you should be making. Or are you finding yourself in opposing patterns? One minute you're in high performance mode, and the next you feel totally drained and burnt out. If any of that sounds familiar, then this podcast is for you. I'm Brenda Johnson, and this is the Limitless Life Podcast, the place where I help entrepreneurs like you become high performers. After changing my own relationship to money and success so I could turn my passion into profit, I decided it was time to help others do the same. I am obsessed with the power of the subconscious mind and helping you tap into it so you can finally have the limitless life that you're supposed to have. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Limitless Life podcast, or as I always like to say, welcome if this is your first time here. Today, this is not a solo episode. I'm actually bringing somebody on with me, or I had somebody on with me. As you guys know, part of the reason I created this podcast was to help people understand what it's like to perform at higher levels, and not just in life, but in business, and like what that actually looks like. I talk a lot about spirituality and tools that you can tap into like energy and crystals and all sorts of things because I think it's really important for people to allow themselves to get curious about different ways that they can uplevel themselves and shift and grow on this journey that we call life. Today's episode is no different. I have a guest with me. Her name is Amira Devera, and she's the founder and owner of Project 4 Public Relations. The reason this episode to me is so spectacular is because we talk about all things relating to trusting in the universe, the secrets of business success. Uh, We even get into a little bit of numerology and looking at the signs that the universe sends us. Her story about how her company came to be is just awesome. And she's just very open and honest and authentic. And I think you guys are going to love her just as much as I did. So I'll give you a little bit about her background and then we're going to hop right into this interview. So Amira began her career in public relations in 2009. She started with an internship at entertainment and lifestyle publicity firm in Toronto and it was there that she was given the opportunity to work closely with some of the country's top talents and Hollywood's biggest film productions. After completing her internship, she was immediately hired on and her passion for the entertainment publicity grew. With over 10 years of experience in the industry, Amira is well known for her out-of-the-box thinking and elevating her clients' brands to the next level. So having said that, we're going to hop right into this, and I think you're really going to like this episode. So welcome, Amira. I'm so excited to have you on my podcast today. We were actually introduced by a close mutual friend, and when he was describing you, Right away, I knew that we were going to be an energetic match, so I really wanted to get you on the podcast. So first of all, thank you so much for just making capacity to have this conversation, because I know you're super busy. Thank you. No, thank you so much for having me on the show and for thinking of me. (laughs) As soon as I heard about you, I was like, oh, I need to get her on this podcast. (laughs) The thing is, like, one of the reasons I love doing this podcast is because I get to meet so many different and amazing people like yourself. And I really just like bringing people on who think outside of the box and not just with work and career, but like life. And they just, they live these limitless lives. And when I 
started learning about you, I was like, yes, this is the type of person I love to have on the show. So hopefully some of what we talk about inspires some people to go out there and just live their limitless life and be awesome. Amazing. So Thank you. First, you are so welcome. I'm just excited to have you here. <laughs> We're going to talk about some business stuff. We're yeah. going to talk about secrets to success trusting the universe. And also I'd like to get into some numerology stuff with you. Cause I know that that's up your alley. So to awesome. start, you are the founder and the owner of a public relations company called project for public relations in Toronto. Speaking of Toronto, we were kind of just talking about this before for anybody listening to this, who doesn't know that the Toronto Raptors just won, mm -hmm. they just made history. <laughs> You were yep. actually downtown during I the was. parade yesterday. Yep, I was. How was that? <laughs> and so I know we were talking earlier about this, but I'm usually not a fan of crowds. I mean, I try to avoid them as much as possible. But for some reason, you know, yesterday I said, okay, you know what? I have a meeting downtown. I'm not going to take an Uber and I'm not going to take any public transit. I'm just going to walk. So walk downtown and like right away as you're walking you can see like mass crowds of people um but i you know what i was so drawn to the energy like i was so positive everyone was just so happy to be there celebrating and everyone was just i don't know i everyone was just super happy so i didn't even mind the crowds i ended up like joining this like massive crowd of people as the buses were driving by and um it was amazing honestly like i mean i'm a huge raptors fan first and foremost um i've been there with them when they lost year after year after year so this was kind of you know a, an amazing uh opportunity to just be there and celebrate their win um but yeah again it was it was amazing people were so wonderful I, I i remember drake was giving a speech about how um you know we all deserve this win and like if you you know everyone's looking at their phones and everyone's gonna look up like you know clips from this but let's just enjoy this moment and he said like oh you know turn to the person next to you and give them a hug like turn to that person that you don't know give them a and I was like hugging strangers. So like, it was so funny, but it was so, it felt so good. And like, it was just positive all around. So that was amazing in my opinion. <laughs> oh, I love that. See, I would have liked that. I don't typically like big crowds is because I pull yeah. people's energy into me sometimes, but that kind yeah. of energy would have been, that's cool. Yeah. I can't, I think I heard somewhere they were talking that like 2 million extra people were there or something. Yes. Two million people showed up, which was incredible. I mean, I can't even imagine. I think the population of Toronto is like three million or yeah. something. So like, that's a lot of people. <laughs> right? Like, oh God, I, don't, I saw pictures and I was like, how are people even walking? Like people were so squished together. Yeah. I couldn't even believe it. It was crazy. But you know, but I mean, I, that's history and people were just so happy to be there. And I think, um, I think it's 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 cool how sports brings people together, um, and and I think that's it's it's a nice change to watch that on the news, right? So yeah, instead of seeing the negativity, which is yeah. typically what humans like to bond over. <laughs> oh, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so cool! I love that. I love that. So back to your company. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about. What was the journey like to get there? Like, how did you end up opening your own company? And yeah. did you always want to do that? 
<laughs> no, so it's actually, my journey's kind of funny because I had actually studied political science in school and I had no idea what public relations even was. Um, but I always say that every decision I've made in my life isn't based on my brain, it's based on my heart. And I've always been that way. I, I'm, I'm a Gemini, <laughs> so I'm very impulsive. Um, so, and I'm a Gemini true to heart. Like I'm like the, the Gemini. So I always make decisions based on like how I feel at the time. And at the time I just knew it was time to, I, I went to school in Ottawa and I, I just knew it was time to move. And for some reason, Toronto was something that was drawing me. And I don't even know what it was. There wasn't anything specific. I've never lived there. I've, I've gone and, and, you know, hung out here, but there never was a specific connection. So I didn't have a job lined up. I didn't even have an apartment lined up, but I decided I needed to go. So I just packed my bags, moved to Toronto, found an apartment last minute and uh, started submitting my resume to different, you know, companies. I didn't have a plan of what I wanted to do. So I always loved fashion. So I, so I thought maybe, oh, okay, I'll volunteer for fashion and we can see where that takes me. I didn't end up liking it, but because I did that, I met someone that was in PR that was looking for an intern at the time. And this was 10 years ago. And I said, okay, let's do this. So I ended up interning for her, loved the public relations world. I just knew it was meant for me. However, the company that I was working for, she wasn't really hiring full time and she was focusing more on um, luxury PR, which wasn't really my thing. And she ended up introducing me to this other company that was happened to be hiring interns at the time. So I took the opportunity. They focused more on entertainment PR. And I honestly, like when you just know that you're meant for something, it really like sticks. So I was just meant to do this job. I just knew it. I was good at it. I, it, it was so natural to me. And I just, I worked my butt off to like do that. And again, I always know things happen for a reason. So I was hired on as an intern. The day I was hired on as an intern, the main girl that was working there, she quit. So I said, okay, there's an opportunity for me to get hired after. So I worked my butt off, ended up getting hired. I was there for seven years um, until I decided to move on and go into corporate PR. Just some, something different that I wanted to try. Worst six months of my life. Like <laughs> literally worst six months of my life. I was bullied by my boss there. It was the worst experience. And, and I, just, I just wanted out of there. And then the final straw was, I think it was two or three days before my 30th birthday. And uh, she had taken me into a room and just basically yelled at me. And I was like, what am I even doing here? Like, why is this even life? You know, this life is so short. I need to get out of here. So I literally walked out of the job. I handed them my keys and my work phone. I said, I'm done. And of course, like me being a, you know, yes, I do a lot of things out of gut instinct, but I also plan. I like to plan things ahead of time. I type a personality. I need to know what's going on next. But this was the first time in my life where like, I have no plans. So so walking around downtown Toronto and I'm like crying my eyes out and like don't know what to do. And I kept asking the universe for a sign. I said, I need a sign that this is what I need to do, that this is, I'm okay, that I, I, that this is, that I'm okay. I run into an old client who I haven't spoken to in like maybe five years. And he was like, oh my God, Amira, hi, I've been wanting to talk to you. I've been meaning to, you know, call you up to figure out PR. And I was like, whoa that's so weird like I haven't seen this client in so long and I ended up talking with him and then again I kept asking for a sign and my number is 444 I see 444 it's mine too <laughs> oh my god really yeah so I see it everywhere I'm born on June 4th 
every significant thing that's happened in my life happens in fours. So anyways, I'm walking, there's an ad and it says 444. There's a license plate, it says 444. It's everywhere. I look at my phone, it's 444. So I'm like, okay, I'm okay. So then I decided to, because I had met that client, I, you know, I said, okay, why don't I just freelance for now? And my mom encouraged me. She's like, just freelance, see what happens. You've already been like in contact with your old clients. So I started freelancing. One client turned into like three clients, which turned into five clients, which turned into like 10 clients in like, a, like, I don't know. It was like months that this all happened. So I said, okay, this is like, something's weird here. Like it's all working. And I always said, I'm a good employee. I could never be my own boss, but I'm great at working for someone else. And it just never occurred to me. But then when things just kept happening, I was like, okay, I think this is a sign. I think I just need to like do this and not be afraid. And that's when I started my company two years ago now. And it's been going amazing. Like I couldn't even ask for a better outcome. And it was just all trust. It was all gut instinct. And Everything that I'm doing now, I mean, I'm still learning, but everything I'm doing now is out of my gut. And, and yeah, and, and the, the, the signs from the universe is something that I always hold true because I know everything's going to be okay and it always comes through. So, so, yeah, so that's how the company started. And it was, again, out of, out of act, like it was an accident. I didn't plan it. <laughs> the universe always has plans for us. And I love that you were just like, that moment where you're just like, no, I'm done. Like I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And then you ask for the signs because I do that all the time. I'll play games with yeah. the universe. <laughs> I'll be like, okay, if this is what I'm supposed to do, I need to see triple nines within the next hour. And always you'll wow. see it. It's like, okay, this is what I'm supposed yeah. to do. So I love the numbers. It's funny because four, four, four is one of my numbers and five, five, five. But because I would see those, like, it just seemed like the universe would give me those so easily. That's why I started challenging right. it specifically. It's like, okay, yeah. I need this to happen within this amount of time. Wow. And it's cool too, because I work on the subconscious level with people. And what a lot of people don't realize is one of the quickest ways to tap into the energy of the universe is to give your subconscious very clear direction. Mm-hmm. You did that without even knowing what you were doing. That's how your wow. business was born. Like, that's so cool. Yeah, that's cool. I love that. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do, but it's also good too that you had like your mom who wasn't yeah. freaking out going, oh, yeah, you don't have a job. What are you going to do? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That really helped a lot. I think that, and I think that's so important to surround yourself with people that are good for you, you know? And I mean, as I get older, I've noticed my circle is getting smaller and smaller because I, it's just not something you need anymore, you know, and it's with time and practice, I think you learn what's good for you and what's good for, what's good for attracting things into your life, right? Like you need the positive positivity in your life to be able to attract good things. Um, and I've learned that along the way. I mean, it was hard lessons, but it was great lessons too. So, so how did you learn to just trust? What did that feel like for you? I don't know. I've always had this. I've always had this instinct ever since I was young. And it's funny because it's kind of a joke because when I was younger, I would just, I mean, this is a bad thing because like I would just walk off with random strangers sometimes like when they would come <laughs> and I'm like, and everyone always said like, you just trust right away. And I just have this instinct with things and people. And, and that's amazing with business because I, I meet with so many people every single day. 
but right away I can tell if they're going to match my energy and if it's going to work. And I've said no to a lot of people because it's, you know, it's funny. A lot of people are like, Oh, so like, are you taking on like everyone that come through your door? I'm like, absolutely not. I would say I take on like maybe two out of 10 of the people I meet because I just trust that I just trust my gut. And I just trust that like, if something feels off, if something in my, in the back of my head is talking to me and saying, Oh, like warning signs, I listen to it right away. Um, so I don't know if it was something I learned or I was just born with that ability, which I'm super grateful for, but I've always just trusted it. And I think that's a big part of it. I think learning to trust yourself, that's how you develop the ab ability to trust what's coming for you. So mm, I think, 100%. yeah, yeah. So that's where that comes from. And I, I don't know, I, I think some people are just born with it and some people can develop it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I think it's, um, it's interesting because I actually worked in corporate for over 14 years. Wow. I, just, I left last year. I had been working towards leaving, but I always, like, I just knew I wasn't supposed to be there. I wasn't supposed to be doing yeah. that. Yeah. But just given life circumstances, things happen and I was there. But it's funny, now that I'm out, I don't feel like I ever worked there. Yeah. So many people are like, well, how do you know that clients are going to come? I'm like, yeah. I just I just knew, I yeah. knew leaving that everything was going to be fine. I know yeah. all the time stuff is going to be fine. Does that yeah. mean I don't have freak out moments? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. So I love that you say you can feel it in your gut because so yeah. many people don't listen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because we want the predictability of things to happen. I think people want to know that things are going to be for certain, but no, things are never for sure. And even if you have that gut feeling, you never really know, but I think it's just learning to let it go and just trust things are going to come to you. Like I always say, I've never attached to money. Never. I've never been attached to it. And I always say it's harder to find something you love doing than money because money comes and flow. It flows. You can yes. find it anywhere. You can, you can go get a job at a retail store anytime and like it'll come to you, but finding something you love, that's so much harder. So for me, like money was never an attachment because people always ask like, Oh, aren't you scared that like your business is not going to make money? But I'm like, no, I'm not because I know it's going to come. And I think having that instinct and knowing that things do flow and they never stop flowing because you just trust that they will come. So yeah. I love that you said that money flows because I talk about that a lot on the podcast and like with my clients, you have to, it's like breathing. Yeah. Are we afraid that the air is going to go out and then not come right. back in? No. Yeah. yeah. And so people get, and the money thing is cool too, because I work with a lot of people about money mindset and it, we get attached to the lack and the scarcity and it's like chasing a dog. We're chasing the money away. You literally yeah. have to find something. It's not about the money. It's about making the impact and the money just comes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And that's really hard to explain to people. <laughs> it's like, because people are, yeah. And their, their mindset, the way society has taught us is that, oh, you go to work, you make money, you come home and that's it. You know, there's no, there's no substance behind. And I think a lot of people get stuck in this mindset of, just working and not actually having a passion for a job right so like for
for me, my work isn't work. It's passion. It's my passion. It's what I love to do. And it's what I, I, I can do it for the rest of my life. And I can do it sleeping. I can do it like anytime, you know? So I think that's when, you know, there's passion. When I worked at the corporate job, it was just a job. I would just get up, have to go there and do the minimal that I have to do. And it was never, I never felt like I was waking up excited or waking up happy. So I think a lot of people get stuck in that, which is really sad. Um, and I think it's just because that's how society has bred us to be, you know? It's the go to work, go home, feed your family, do the same thing all over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. And it's, it is sad. And being out of corporate, and you know what? Some people love their corporate jobs and they do really well in them and that's awesome. Yeah. It's not for me. I know that now. But being out of that situation, the happiness level is so much different. Yeah, I like agree. Life is different. Yeah. It's, and sometimes I feel bad. I'm like, oh my, I wish everybody could experience what this is like. This yeah. level of like happy. Mm-hmm. And joy mm-hmm. and yeah. Gratitude. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the clients that you work with, um, you meet a lot of very interesting people. I was going through your website. I'm like, oh, she's met like Bobby Mata. I was yeah. like, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so the people that you attract in, are they similar to how you think about things and feel about yeah. things? Absolutely. And again, back to, you know, meeting with people who I just have a gut instinct it's going to work. I always say that what I do is an extension of their business um, because I'm kind of like the last thing that they go to because I always say PR is when you're ready to tell the world about who you are, which means that you're on the next level now. Um, So I'm always kind of like the last person that they add to their team. Um, And so for me, like when people decide to work with me, I have to be part of their family. Like this has to be, you know, there has to be that trust. There has to be that, you know, of them letting go and trusting me and trusting what I do to help their careers. So that's really hard to find out in people. Um, That's why I'm so picky because sometimes I can tell right away if someone's resistant to what I'm trying to offer. Um, So I would say, I mean, I'd say 100% of my clients are very much in that, you know, mindset of you know what I trust you I'm letting go this is you know this is the next step to my career and it's going to help me and I always say that the people are the people that I work with I always call them my tribe because they are they're from the same mindset they're from the same you know way of thinking um and it's the only way that it's ever going to work because I have in the past worked with people who don't have the same mindset and it's always always you know been challenging not just for me but for them because my job is to get them pressed and it's so interesting it's not scientifically proven but like the people that are resistant to it I've never been able to get them pressed mm-hmm. ever because there's so much resistance and that's when I know that it's not the right thing but you know the people I work with just flows things just come and opportunities just come. And, and that's when I know it's the right thing. Um, but I think it's like, it's like friendship too, right? Like you just know who you vibe with and who you don't vibe with. And I think that's the same with getting clients for work. Um, so I always make sure that I meet with people in person first. And even if I can't, I always have a phone conversation with them to make sure that they speak the same language as me 
and that, you know, we're all on the same wavelength. I love that. I love too. It is so interesting that the ones that are resistant, you have not been able to get the press for, because that just goes back to the energy too. Yeah, exactly. Like everything needs to flow and there can be blocks. Yeah. It, oh, I love, I love where this conversation is going. Yeah. Happy. Yeah. <laughs> so the other interesting thing about you is when you started in PR, that was when social media was just kind of starting, right? Yeah. Yeah. You like learned to master that space. Yes. How, how did you do that? <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Cause so I started in PR in 2009 and we only had Twitter and then Facebook pages started becoming more of a popular thing, but not really. I think people were just kind of playing around with it and Instagram wasn't even around. Um, so when I had entered the PR world, people were just starting to look at Twitter and I had already mastered Twitter because I signed up for it. I, I always like to joke. I was like, it was me and Ashton Kutcher. We were the only ones on Twitter. <laughs> no one used it, um, but I loved it. I, I, I loved this idea of having a free platform where you're able to just, you know, talk about whatever you want to talk about. I was one of the kids that was on live journal. I don't know if you remember live journal, but this was like, this was like the first blogs that was out there and then blog posts came out and I was always on those, um, on those outlets. So Twitter to me was like, oh, okay, this is something new. And I'd mastered that. And I remember walking into the office and like, they had asked her like, does anyone know how to use Twitter? Cause it's something we want to start using with our clients. And I was like, oh, I do. And I was just like, I was just this young intern and like no idea, but I was like volunteered to like, you know, work with our clients on Twitter. And I was really able to use it as a marketing tool for them. Um, and you know, because I had such a kind boss that allowed me to just kind of experiment and do whatever I was able to really learn the ins and outs of Twitter. And that's kind of like how I found my niche where I was able to say, okay, this is what I can offer. And then Instagram came out and that was another outlet that I, you know, was given the opportunity to just learn and how to use it for the advantage of our clients. Um, so that was really, really cool. And that was really interesting. And I think that gave me a sort of advantage, um, you know, over a lot of people because they weren't really using it to market their clients or their clients' personal brands. So that was super cool. And then to this day, obviously I still use it as a tool and it's been amazing, especially now with Instagram. Um, a lot of my clients have been able to monetize from Instagram. Um, and it's a great, it's also a great lesson for a lot of people because I think a lot of people are afraid of social media, especially in this day and age where like, there's so much content out there. So like, how do you stand out? And to me, and it's always been my motto since I started in this industry is just, just be authentic, just be yourself. Like, don't try, you know, obviously if you want to post nice pictures, post nice pictures, but you have to love that. And it has to come from your heart. You know, I post pretty pictures all the time, but like it comes from the heart and I, I do it because it's artistic or it's something that I love. It's never like, it's never fake because I think the minute you start doing that, you're going to fail 100% and it's going to make you unhappy and it's not going to help you in any way. So there's a fine line with social media, but I think there's a lot of good with it too. Mm, I love that. So question, do you still yeah. use Twitter? 
It's funny because I don't use Twitter as much as I used to before. I, I use it for news because I'm like, oh, it's a fast way to get news. I have some clients who do use it still. Like I have comedians that, you know, they love using it because it's a funny way of like sharing their jokes and stuff. And I think there's still an outlet for a lot of people for it. But now I'm more focused on Instagram. It's really like the way right now. And I think that's with any social media. I think if there's ups and downs, like one minute Instagram is super popular, the next something else is going to come out. So I think pick your platform, make sure it benefits you. And again, make sure that you're happy with it and that you're authentic with what you're putting out there. It's so funny because I had Twitter like forever. And I yeah. just, I think last month I just deleted the account because I hadn't oh. used it in yes. probably a year. And right. I was never really posting anything useful I would just repost things I was like okay this is silly <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not I mean it's still popular for some people that you know it's useful for their business but you know I think with anything there's always going to be something that's going to be more popular at the time so it's whatever works best for you at the end of the day well and I love the the authenticity part too because I when, and I still do, if I'm being completely honest, I struggle sometimes with what I'm going to post because I'm interested in so many things. Like I'm interested in crystals and numerology, which we're going to talk about and like moon phases. But then a piece of me is like, nobody's going to take you seriously if you do that. But it's funny because I think two weeks ago, I actually, I did a post that was just like, I just talked about being an empath and what life is like being an empath. It was one of the ones that I got the most engagement on. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) So yeah, it's an interesting, it's interesting. Yeah, it is. And I think a big part of it is people are afraid most of the time of what people are going to think about what they're posting. And I think, you know what, don't, don't care about what people think. And I know it's easier said than done, but like, just put it out there because you never really know who it's going to stick with. As long as you're putting out positive, authentic messaging, someone's going to stick with it, you know? And like, I think it's just, we waste so much time thinking about what other people think about us and what people are going to think about what we post. But at the end of the day, like it's your content. They can choose to see it or not see it, or they can choose to like it or not like it. That has nothing to do with you. It's more to do with them. So yeah, I always have in mind. Yeah. Yes, I always say if anybody's judging you, they're really judging themselves. There's something there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Okay, let's talk about something completely different. I do yeah. want to talk about the numerology because yes. I love numerology. I've always been interested in it. I've been interested in it since I was a little kid. I don't even know why. For anyone who doesn't know what numerology is, it's basically the belief that numbers are a universal language and by calculating certain numbers, um, typically birth dates and birth names, you can get a clearer picture of yourself, the world around you and how things are going to play out. Mm -hmm. What's interesting is it's been around for thousands of years, so it's not any weird whatever. So how did you get interested in numerology? I never even labeled it as numerology, to be perfectly honest with you. I just always noticed that my number was always four. I don't even know when this started. I think it started in my late, in my mid-20s, I would say. So I'm 33 now. Um, and I just started to notice that things happened in fours for me. You know, all my, all, everything significant in my, in my life has happened in 
the increments of four years. I was born on June 4th. My boyfriend, who I've been with for seven years, his birthday is May 4th. So like, there's all these things that just like the four, the number four, just, I don't know what it is. It just it feels so right to me and it sticks with me. And I see 444 everywhere I go, you know, even like, so it's actually interesting that you and I were not able to chat the times that we had planned. And I think I know the reason why now. Um, and it's so funny because you had said there's something that the universe is telling us that they don't want us to talk. Um, and I'm going to get emotional about it. But, um, I, in the beginning of December, no, the mid-December, I started developing this rash that was forming all over my body. And I wasn't sure what it was. It came out of nowhere. Um, and then it just just spread everywhere in my body. Um, then I started finding ways to heal it. And it kind of went away in January, February, but then it came back with a vengeance in April. Um, and it was all over my body, like literally, like it's the worst I've ever seen it. And I was dealing with that. Um, I mean, I'm still dealing with it, de dealing with it right now. I'm still healing. Um, but I was in a very, very, very dark place. Like I was in a very bad place and I was not happy. Um, I was miserable. I was, I would say I was in the lowest of the low. <laughs> um, and actually that's what the reason why Barat and I started working together was for him to help me with it. And it just wasn't go going away and I wasn't sure why. Um, then I had found, I don't know if you know of the medical medium. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I found him and I don't even know how I found him. I, I like to say I didn't find him. I like to say that the information came to me. Um, I saw it on Instagram or something. And so I started following his protocol and, um, you know, it, it was slowly helping. Then I wanted to see other doctors and all that stuff. And now I'm slowly healing. But at the time, like when you and I were trying to connect, I was just not in a good place and I wasn't. I wasn't happy. I was miserable. I was so depressed about this, you know, illness. Um, and now I'm healing. But anyways, I had gone to Europe last week, like I mentioned, and I was very, very anxious about that trip because of what I was going through. I didn't know if I was going to be okay. And I was nervous about the plane ride and all that stuff. Um, but I'm not even joking. Like the minute I get there and even leading up to it, 444 just showed up everywhere everywhere i'm not even joking like receipts and signs and you know time I, every time i looked at my clock it was 444 and it was just everywhere and again i don't know if i was just like like hypersensitive to all of this but it was just it was everywhere and i'm not this was more so than usual so i knew i was going to be okay um and yeah. And now I went to see, it was weird because I went to see a dermatologist before my trip. It was actually 9am the day of my trip. And I was leaving that night and he had given me something to help with the rashes and the receipt on the, when I went to the pharmacy to pick up the medication, the receipt said 444. I'm literally and covered in shivers right now. It's crazy. So everything was just 444. And like, what are the odds that I would see someone the day of my trip, right? Because I kept asking, I kept praying to the universe, like I need help and I need to, you know, heal from this. And so, yeah. And then when I was in Europe, it was everywhere. It was everywhere I looked, everywhere I saw, it was 444. So 
I don't know if I ever developed a sense for numerology, but it just shows, shows up and showed up in my life. So I always trust it. I always know that when I see it, that it was the universe's way of telling me that things are going to be okay. I think one of the first times it did start was my grandfather passed away. Ugh, I don't even remember. I think it was 2003 or 2002. Um, and I was going through a rough time um, with work and other stuff during that time and this was during a snowstorm in toronto i remember and i had asked for like a sign from the universe and a white butterfly out of nowhere showed up mm. so like i think that's when it really started that's when i really became more conscious that i can get signs from the universe um so that showed up and it you know i i sometimes i still see white butterflies but the 444 also showed up around that time so i think I think that's when it really all started. So I always like to say there's angels watching over me. <laughs> oh, 100%. I'm going to blow your mind now. Yeah. My birthday is October the 4th. Oh, my God. My best friend's birthday is October 4th. Oh, my God. This is getting weirder. I love it. I love it. I'm but not I even love, Like, I love that story because I knew there was a, re like, I didn't know what the reason was. And I was like, okay, we're just not supposed to talk right now. Yeah. Because it was a couple times we had to reschedule. I'm like, okay, it's okay. We're just not supposed to talk. There's a reason yeah. for this because yeah. there's always a reason for everything. Always. It's funny because five is like my power number is what I like to call it. When I was younger and I played sports, my jersey always had to be five. I was like, no, I have to have five. And so fours and fives are the two things. And when I was little, I would just sit and add up numbers and I had no idea why. <laughs> and then I, well, was, I started to learn about like life path numbers and all of these weird things. And it's like you, I didn't, I didn't necessarily label it numerology, but I just knew that these numbers were being given to me so that I knew that I was on the right path. Yeah. Like yeah. It always. Yeah. Do you ever notice, cause ones are like a manifestation number. Do you ever notice like if your energy drops or you're worried about something, will you see one, one, one or anything like that? I do see one, 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 but I don't feel the same connection that I do as when I see four, four, four. I do see one, 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 um, one, 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 one. And I don't know when it pops up, but it just does sometimes. But for some reason, I don't have the same energy pull from it as I do with the four, four, four. So maybe it is something that the universe is trying to tell me, but I think I'm not responding to it as well as the four, four, four. Yeah. And we all have that one number. We're just like, oh, cool. It was funny. One day I was going to see my friend, Steph. She's been on the podcast. She does like Ruby med, which you'd love. It's like an energy thing. And all the way there, I kept seeing two, two, two everywhere. I'm like, why am I seeing two, two, two? This is so weird. Yeah. And I get there and I tell her, she's like, oh, that's my number. I was like, wow. Okay. Wow. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I play a little game with people and I always tell them that if you ask for something, your subconscious will help you get it. And I tell them that within 72 hours, they're going to find a dime. It's not mm -hmm. about looking for the dime. It's just about the dime is going to show up. So if you're ever on my Instagram and you see these people posting things that says mind dime, that's what it is. <laughs> oh, wow. Really? That's interesting. Yeah, it's a fun game. You should try it. Okay. I will. I will. Yeah. That's so interesting. Just set the intention that in the next 72 hours, you're going to find a dime. Okay. Because I know okay. you will. Because you okay. have the connection. So I know. Okay. <laughs> and then let me know when you find it. 
I will. I will. This is cool. <laughs> I know. I love it. And then when people get good at that, I'm like, okay, ask for a unicorn, ask for a red balloon, ask for a frog wearing a sweater. They always find them. That's so cool. I know it's crazy. I know we have time limits. So I wanted to ask you a question, which I ask everybody who's on my podcast. And that question is, what does living a limitless life mean to you? Hmm. That's interesting. It's so interesting you ask that because I am going through this challenge right now. So I always believe that like every year the universe, this is my, this is my biggest belief. So every time something big is about to happen in my life, there's always a challenge before that. Because I think the universe is trying to test me or trying to see how much I can handle. And obviously it's not going to give you more than you can't handle. But every time something big happens, something always bad happens before that. Because with like even with the business stuff, that came out of a bad place. Mm -hmm. I think there's a reason why I'm going through this illness right now that I have. Um, and it's it's been hard. It's been really, really hard on me. And this is the hardest thing I've ever had to deal with my entire life. So I think something big is coming. Um, I don't know what that is, but I've asked the universe for a lot of things. I made a vision board last year and like a very specific vision board. And, you know, I have it on my computer and I've been looking at it and I've been seeing it. And I think that's the reason why I'm going through this because I've asked for this. And I just need to be prepared for whatever is coming next. So I think a limitless life means that you need to know that anything is really possible, that everything that you ask for, everything that you envision in life, everything that you want, it's all possible. There's no such thing as impossible because you can get it. But I think you need to realize that in order to get it, there is going to be work along the way to do to get that and that you have to go through the difficult times because it's going to teach you the lessons that you need in order to live that life mm -hmm. so even though right now I'm going through the hardest thing that I've ever had to go through in some way and form at that time at the end of that tunnel I know there's a reason why I'm going through it so I think that's a limitless life is trusting and knowing that whatever you want is going to happen for you but you also need to know that when you're given that you're going to have to go through a difficult time, but you're going to get through it. And you just have to trust that even though it's so hard because I've had those times. And it's funny because when you and I had booked that time, it didn't work out. I was just not in the mindset to speak about this. I was very much in the dark. I was very, I was at my lowest of the low and I couldn't bring myself to trust that things were going to be good but things keep showing up that keeps telling me that things are going to happen for you and that you're going to get through this. And this is just temporary and it's, it's, it's insane. So I'm going to share one story. Um, before my trip as well, I had to do this work event and I was so anxious about it because my rashes were acting up. They were all flared up. I was uncomfortable. I couldn't even wear specific clothing. So I went anyway, cause I had to. And again, I was like on the verge of tears every five seconds. Cause I just didn't want to be there. So I meet, I meet with my client and I haven't seen him in a while and we sit down and we're just catching up and he's like, how are you? And I said, I'm okay. I'm dealing with some health things. And he's like, actually, I've been dealing with some health things too. I'm not even joking. He dealt with the same thing that I did. He's like, rashes are showing up in my body and all these what? things. 
happening. And I just had just goosebumps everywhere. I'm like, what are the odds that I would go to this event with my client that I was super anxious about? And he shares the story with me. He went through the same exact thing. He recommended a dermatologist. He recommended things that I had to do. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to be okay. Right? What are the odds? Oh, right? Oh, well, that literally. It's so crazy to me that that happened. Like, what are the odds? Um, so I, I don't know if things like that show up and I'm like, okay, even though it's hard right now, these are the signs from the universe that's telling me it's going to be okay. You're going to be fine. You're going through this, but you're going to get through it. Mm, so. I'm covered in goosebumps. From <laughs> and the thing is, you, you're open to seeing the signs. Everybody listening to this, you are all getting signs. Many of you are not open to seeing them or hearing them. And that's why you're sitting there going, oh, the universe isn't talking to me. Yes, it is. It, it is. talks to every single one of you. Yeah, it so, does. And, and, and just the fact that he even like- Said that, shared that. Say that. <laughs> I know, I know. And like, to me, cause I've always looked at him as this, you know, I, I've always, he, he's, he, to me, he's like the definition of strength. Cause I was going through a weak moment and I'm like, what are the odds that we're at this event, loud music, things happening and he sits down with me at this quiet area and he shares the story with me and like what are the odds so to me I was like okay thank you like that's a sign I, I can hear you I can hear you speaking to me um and even when I was in London and Paris and it was just I was nervous about that trip because I didn't know how it, how I was going to be but I was good I felt fine I even forgot that I had the rashes and like it's crazy that you know that trip, I was meant to, I was still meant to take that trip and I was still meant to have a good time. And the universe allowed me to have a good time and really enjoy every single moment there. So, cause I, I remember before that I, I journal, um, every once in a while. So I write down things and I, you know, I talk to the universe. So when I was writing things down, I kept saying, I'm scared about this trip. Please help me. I don't know what to do. I still want to go, but I, cause I've been wanting to go for a long time. And, uh, and, and for, you know, and I think just me asking really helped with everything. So oh my gosh. Have trust. And I think that's, that's the limitless life is learning to trust. Even when it's really, really hard to trust, you have to, because that's, that's life. Like if we didn't have that, we don't have anything else. So. Oh, I love <laughs> this conversation. <laughs> I'm still covered in goosebumps. These are the conversations I love to have. Like, yeah, this just makes me smile. Yeah. I know you've had a meeting to get to. So I just wanted to thank you again for taking the time to have this conversation and also for being so open about like everything. Of course. It's really important for people to hear this kind of stuff. So yeah. Thank you I agree. so much. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you. Thank you so much for even thinking about me. And, and I know again, things, people meet for a reason and I know we've met for a reason and percent. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And even meeting Barat was actually out of, you know, fate as well, because one of my clients had recommended him to me and I just, I just knew I had to meet him and, and talk to him. And then that led me to you. So I think our paths are you know, they happen for a reason and yeah, energetically entwined. 
Yeah. So you're a Libra because Geminis and Libras get along very, very well. Yes, yeah. we do. <laughs> you're balanced and I'm crazy. <laughs> right? So I balance out your crazy. Yes, that's see, it. I'm, I'm closet crazy, so ah, okay. Maybe I'm closet balanced, so. <laughs> We're going to go with that. I think, that's, yes. I think that's how it is. So again, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. You have no idea how much I love and appreciate you for taking time to listen because shows like this are not possible without people like you. You can find me over on Instagram at underscore Brenda Johnson. Beg me to post and let me know what your favorite episode has been. And if there's something that you want to hear, let me know. Shoot me a DM and I'm always going to get back to you. I want this podcast to help as many people as possible. So please take a moment if you can to leave me an honest comment and review so I know what you think of the show. And if you could, help me spread the love by hitting that share button.